0: It's Sunday morning and you're wearing your cute dress and your nice tie and your best suit but I wonder if there's anybody in the building that came with a maid of mine that I've got to give him praise. I've got to give him praise. I'm going to give you one more chance to give God your best praise. Are you ready in this place? One, two, one, two, three, go! A great girl. Great girl, great girl. He's a great God! He's a great God!
1: God say
0: great God He's a great God He's a great God God. Yes He is He's a great God He's a great God God. Now somebody give him a shout of praise to kick off those cute little heels i dare you to loosen up your tie. when i think about jesus what he's done for me Uh, when i think about jesus how he saved me free can dance 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 I can dance, 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 dance. I can dance dance hey, night, dance, all night, 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 can run run night, run, run. I can run. Run, night, run night, all
1: night, all night, all
0: night, all 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 night, all
1: night,
0: all night, I night, all night, no matter what the weapon is, I want you to know We win Hey, we win 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 I feel something about to break loose in this building tonight I wonder if there's anybody in the house uh, that's had to face some resistance from the enemy this week. Uh, is there anybody in the building you had to deal uh, with the little opposition? Uh, can I just remind you this morning uh, that the Bible declares uh, that the enemy uh, is under our feet? Do I got any Bible believers in the house uh, the word of the Lord declares uh, that he is under uh, our feet. Uh, and if you know he's under your feet, uh, then baby, the best thing you can do uh, is get those feet moving this morning. Uh, hey! Come on! Uh, my dance uh, will cross it uh, under my feet. Come on! Help me sing my, my anthem under, under my feet and I declare, I declare what you say. One more time, my anthem with Christ daily. Under my feet and I declare, my feet my feet I declare what you say. Of your pew. Uh, take about sixty seconds uh, and give him your best praise. Uh, would you? Would you dance with me? Would you? I got the big
1: I got victory. I got victory. I got victory. I got victory.
0: Now, some of y'all sitting there, nice and cute this morning and while you're sitting there nice and cute and you won't give him a sacrifice of praise. I got my sister right here with crutches underneath her arm and baby she ain't let nothing stop her. She hobbled up to the front and said if if I got crutches then These crutches are gonna have to give God the praise. You ain't got no excuse this morning. If you got breath in your body, you ought to open your mouth. Come on. Oh. oh, oh. house hallelujah 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 would you put your hands together one more time and give him a great big praise come on the bible said to make his praise glorious while you're clapping your hands put a little glory on that praise to him this morning anybody grateful to be in the house of the lord on a Sunday morning You may be seated for just a few moments this morning. Amen. How many of you just thankful to feel the presence of the Lord in this house like we feel it right here this morning? Amen. I'm so thankful. I want to take just a moment to say again what a privilege and an honor it is to have all of our guests that are here with us in the house of the Lord. Church, I need you to help me, lend me your hands and, your, and your, your voice, and let's make some noise. And one more time, welcome all of our guests into the house of the Lord. Come on, we can do a little bit better than that. Let's let them know how much we love and appreciate them. Amen. If you are here for the very first time at the Rock Church, you should have received a VIP invitation card When you came through the door that looks kind of like that. And uh, if you're here for the first time and you did not receive one of those, if you would just quickly slip your hand in the air, one of our staff members will bring one right to you. But uh, you understand that VIP stands for Very Important Person. And if you're here for the very first time this morning, you are a very important person to this church. You are a guest of honor in this house, and we are delighted to have you with us worshiping this morning. Amen, somebody. And this VIP card is your invitation to join us immediately after the service in our VIP room. And we've got some light refreshments and a small gift that we'd love to give you. We'd love a chance just to catch up with you for a moment, and thank you. Uh, for being with us in the house of the Lord this morning so we look forward to connecting with you after the service today amen somebody are you thankful for everything the Lord's been doing in this house this week we've been going from faith to faith and from glory to glory anybody else in the building got that testimony that God's been seeing you through That God's been waking you up every morning? That God's been preparing a table in the midst? Come on, is there anybody got that testimony? Amen. This week we had, I don't have all the names and the amounts, but we had several people baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost from from last Sunday to this Sunday. Let's thank God for this continued season of revival that is in this house. We give God great glory and honor for that. Thank God for what He's doing. I I, I want to say something because um, we 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 are in such an incredible season of growth and increase in this church, and uh, this church is reaching uh, not only our entire city, but we're reaching our state, we're reaching our country, and we're we're reaching our globe. Amen. Somebody, and um, many 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 times every single week we have people that come, and the first time they heard about us was. Uh, through online, they, they saw uh, a live stream on Facebook or they saw a live stream on YouTube or something and, and uh, how many of you thank God you live in a city that has representation from all over the world in our communities? You thank God for that this morning? And as a result, this church is a reflection of, of our community and uh, not only our community but it's a reflection of what heaven's gonna be like. Amen. And uh, there's a reason why when you walk in, you see flags from around the world. And uh, one day we'll have a flag from every country in the world displayed uh, because we, we we thank God for worldwide revival. Amen. And uh, I want to say this on the live stream because many times families come in uh, and there are some that speak English and some that don't speak English and sometimes... Uh, one speaks English and the other one doesn't speak English and they're kind of wondering uh, what they can expect when they come. And uh, we want you to know that we have translation available every service. Amen, somebody? We have translation available every service. Uh, we have translation available in Spanish. And we have translation avail- available in Haitian Creole. Amen. passé. Hallelujah. And traduce uh, en español por mi gente. Amen. I know, don't let the last name fool you. La primera lengua de mi mamá es español. Pero, she didn't teach me nothing. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm. somebody asked. Man, what nationality are you? Don't—that's a difficult question to answer. So I finally just did twenty-three and me, and when they ask, I just give them the app and say, "You figure it out. You let me know what I am." Amen. But I—I I, I grew up in a in a primarily Latino home, and uh, man, I thank God for that. I'll tell you one thing: we had—we didn't have no money, but we had good food. Amen. I learned, I grew up taking all my my Mexican vitamins. Anybody know about them Mexican vitamins? Vitaminas de Mexicanos? Anybody know? Vitamina T? Vitamin T? Tacos, tortillas, tamales, torillados, tostadas, Tortillas. Vitamin C, vitamin C, chile, carne. Come on, any Latinos in the building this morning? And uh, But we do our best, and we are, we are so grateful. Uh, the last time I counted, we were somewhere north of 20 different nationalities represented in this house. And I thank God for that. And uh, so if you're listening online, hopefully somebody in the house speaks some English. We have translation available every time you come to the house of the Lord. We want you to come and be a part of what God's doing in this place. Amen. Sometimes we'll sing in Spanish or we'll sing in another language. Tu presencia, tu gloria. See, I don't know. These boys don't know how to follow me on this Bienvenido aquí, toda honra. Say, I want to sing this song this morning. Come on, honey, come play for me. Y'all give it up for the first lady. Woo! She's all that, a bag of chips and a Coke Zero. Hey, Amen. There she is. Uh, no, it's too low. Okay, that's cool. Did you not know play it now? Okay, let her play. Now, y'all stand with me. We're getting ready for the word of the Lord in this place. I can't think of a better way for the word of the Lord to enter the, the, into this house than in the midst of the praises of his people. Amen, somebody? Just lift your hands all over this sanctuary. Worship with me this morning. Tu presencia, tu gloria. Bienvenido aquí Come on, lift your voice Toda honra Dominion Acércate Te quiero Te amo Vivimos para glorificar tu nombre. Anybody know that song? Lift your hands with me. Come on, help me sing it. Glorifica tu nombre. Glorifica tu nombre. Glorify to nombre. Come on, somebody. Let's sing it in English this morning. Come on, lift your voice. Glorify your name. Glorify. Glorify your name above all names. Come on, lift your voice, sing it. Uh, Glorify your name. And we sing like this. We want you. We need you. It's that simple. Tell him. We want you. We need Come on, lift your hands. Tell him. Come on, tell him. Come on, tell him come on tell them we want you we need you we want you we need somebody that feels that way tell us we want Lord we want you hey not only do we want you but we need Are you uh, we need come on, now we live we live to glorify uh, your name come on, lift your voice with me come on find uh, your name uh, glory Glorify your name above all. Name. Somebody take a moment and do that all over this place right now. Come on, let's glorify his name in this house. Let's glorify his name in this place. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Just remain standing as we prepare for the word of the Lord this morning. Uh, I want to say what a privilege it has been to have the entire Collins family with us over the past few weeks. How many of you have had an amazing time with them being here in the house of the Lord with us? Uh, Amen. Sister Collins has been here painting and she had her sidekick Sierra with her, helping her paint. And then she needed more reinforcements to help keep Sister Sierra in line so she called her brother, De- his brother Devin to come and then, then they, then none of them was behaving. So dad had to fly in and, and, uh, and make sure everybody was doing all right. But it's good to have brother Collins in the house of the Lord with us this morning. And, uh, don't let sister Sierra's red hair fool you. She speaks fluent Spanish and, uh, and, uh, almost, almost as if it was her first language. So she knew what I was talking about uh, this morning. <laughs> Amen. But we're so delighted to have them in the house of the Lord. And uh, Brother Collins uh, is a great man of God with a powerful anointing upon his life. And uh, this week, uh, as I was aware that he was going to be traveling into town, I felt the Lord prompt me uh, to invite him to this pulpit to deliver the word of the Lord to this house. How many of you came hungry for something in this place today? Anybody remember the message supply and demand a couple of weeks ago? Anybody remember that? There's always an incredible supply from God, but it is not in motion until you put a demand on the supply. And, and held up within this man of God is a great potential and gift And I'm going to tell you what, we can pull it out of him this morning by our hunger for the word of the Lord in this house. You can make a good preacher preach really great with your hunger this morning. Is there anybody that's ready to put a demand on the word of the Lord this morning? I came needing a word from God. I came needing a touch from heaven in this place. One more time, lift up your voice, lift up your hands, uh, and give God a great big praise as Brother Collins comes to deliver the word of the Lord to us in this house. God bless you, Brother Collins.
2: Praise the Lord, Rock Church. It's so good to be back in this house today. And before I get started, I just want you to know that I have another suit. If those of you who don't know what that means, it's okay. If you know, you know, right? So I'm so glad to be here, this wonderful house. We've sang, we've danced, we felt God wrap His wonderful arms around us in this place, and I feel like already, Brother Williams, if we just left right now, then so much has happened. I feel like so many people have been touched. Hearts are already beginning to change. But the most important part of any service, I believe, is the Word of God. And so I'm going to do my very best to bring the Word of God to you this morning. First of all, I want to go ahead and thank Brother and Sister Williams for their love and for their passion and for... being such great people, such great people. And I said it before these are people that you can ride the river with. So get in this boat and ride this river. And I'm so glad that my family is here with me this morning, my wife and my daughter, and my son. I have a great support system just in my wife. she keeps me straight. she sets my feet on straight street. And I love her, and I need her, and I'm, I'm, I feel like with the Lord. I'm nothing without her. I need you, baby, and I love you this morning. <laughs> Praise God. So if you have your Bibles this morning, go ahead and pick them up, and let's go into the book of Ephesians chapter 4. If you love the Lord... Say hallelujah. And if you love his word, say hallelujah. Praise God. I so love the word. Amen. Remember, Brother Williams and my conversion, laying on my bed with my brother and just opening my Bible and reading scriptures and, and laying there divine revelation coming as a new convert and we would just shout across the room to each other have you have, did you read this have you and, and it was it was such an awesome thing the word is so powerful the word is so awesome thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee hallelujah I love the word today Ephesians chapter 4 I'm going to read verses 1 through 7 Ephesians 4, 1 through 7, Paul speaking, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherein you are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering. Forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, even as you are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all who is above all, through all, and in you all. And if we stop right there, that's a good Bible study lesson. All unto itself. But this Bible is like a like a goodie bag. Anybody ever got a goodie bag when you were a kid? If you please. And when you stick your hand in there, you can just keep grabbing good stuff out of there. And so seemingly, out of stark contrast, Paul goes on to say, in verse number seven, but unto every one of us, is given grace. Someone say grace. According to the measure of the gift of Christ. I can see Paul as he's penning this letter, addressing the believers in Ephesus with these great foundational God-inspired doctrinal scriptures. Declaring the oneness of God with all humility and unity. There is one body and one spirit, even as you are called, in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. And one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. But in verse number 7, he stopped to look at something a little deeper. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. And like these verses that hang out and just seem not to fit, that's what grabs my attention. So I want to preach to you this morning on this thought. The measure. The measure. If you could please with me place your Bibles in the pew and if we could just lift up hands this morning lift him in my direction if you don't mind and let's ask God that I can step out of the way and that God would have his superior, sovereign all-powerful, all-knowing godly way in this house. Come on, church. If someone can just lift up their voice today and let's ask God to have his almighty way in every heart, every mind, every soul. Come on, someone lift it up. Do I have a transgressor in this house? Do I have an intercessor in this house? Do I have someone who knows how to lift up a shout with victory in this house? And let's just Let's just set all inhibitions aside. Let's just set all preconceived notions aside. Let's lift up our voice one more time. Let's ask God. Let's ask God to have his way. Come on, church. You may be seated today. measure. What is a measure? In my simplistic mind, coming from a survey engineering background, I see a metered out portion. Now I've heard the definition of grace as space or time that God gives us to secure our salvation. And this grace coupled with his mercy, those two forces combined against the devil, and we stand a fighting chance in this house today. So as in verse number seven in these scriptures has stated, we all have been given a measure, so to speak, of this space called grace. This time is what we call it, A measurement that has flesh and blood creations of God is a tool, if you please, that we as finite beings have created to mark the passing of our lives. Segments of passing events in the space of our lives, it flows without hindrance and control. We live our lives every day, each moment encapsulated in these spaces, filled, spent, and then shelved for review later in a thought or a container, if you will, called a memory. Every one of us have a storehouse of these memories, these sealed containers of used up or spent time. The Bible talks about these passing events we call time in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. And it says, to everything there is a season, and a time, to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born, and a time to die. A time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill, and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace. In a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to rend, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak a time to love, and a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. And if we in this house today fulfill all these tasks that I've just read to you in these scriptures, you have indeed lived a full life. The Greek language in which a large portion of our Bible is written is a very descriptive and visual language. In the Greek language, there are several words that are used for time, amen, two of which I want to bring out today in this message. And knowing this, Pastor, these are probably not new concepts to this church, but nevertheless, this is what the Lord has given me to bring out today in these scriptures. The first I want to mention that's the most commonly used for time is the Greek word chronos, from where we derive our word chronological a record of events laid out linearly, usually from earliest to latest. Those scriptures we just read in Ecclesiastes is a pattern of its flow. Our lives from birth to death are laid out this way, ordered neatly in a horizontal fashion. But what I want to preach this morning is that this stream of time that we call our lives, there is an all-powerful force that in spite of our plans, and in spite of all that's already transpired in our lives, as we sit here this morning contemplating memories, victories, failures, and achievements, There is an all-reaching, overriding, overarching factor that is eagerly awaiting us to recognize his supreme creational presence. We don't get the privilege to decide the length of our days, and we don't get to decide the last event in the chronological flow of our lives. That supreme power over the Kronos is Jesus Christ. And he cares not about the societal norms, governmental influences, human religious hostilities, or neatly packed plans for the future. He is sovereign. He is all-powerful. And he wants to interject himself right now in someone's life. For he has his own plans for you. But we must be willing to let him take over and take control. Why don't we clap our hands right now and give that God some praise. Oh, maybe somebody wants to give a little shout to God and maybe get a little closer, amen, to a move of God this morning. Maybe someone, somebody is sitting here right now and something is binding you from digging in and getting what God has for you today. Why don't we love him? Hallelujah. So in the chronos of time we flow, church. We move lazily through our lives. But God, someone shout, but God. But God the creator, the lover of our souls, waits patiently to step into time and interrupt if you please. And that's where the second word in the Greek for time that I want to bring out comes into play this morning, keros. That interruption, that intersection of orderly flow and divine intervention comes from God. Amen. And that word is keros. In Romans 13, verse number 11, the Bible says, And that knowing the time, keros, interruption, that now is high time to awake out of sleep, for now our salvation is nearer than we believe. God in this service wants to step right now into the linear chronos of our lives and have his way. God knowing the time, keros, interruption, that it's high time. And as those cowboys say, amen, the ch- at their chosen time, it's high noon, church. Amen. Because your salvation could be just a few steps away. But all you have to do this morning is just submit your life to God. All you have to do today is say, God, I'm laying it all down right here. Amen. Everything that I've been holding on to, everything, amen, that I've been packed inside of here, I'm just going to lay it all down right here because I need an interruption moment in my life. That's why I'm here today. Amen. I don't want to just lazily go through life without God moving in me, without God saving me, without God healing me. I want God to interrupt. That's what we want today. We want the presence of God to have his way in this place. Chronos says, let's get along and go with the flow. But God says, wait a minute. <laughs> Let me break in. Let me interrupt right there. God has never been, church, he's never been passive about anything that he enters into into a situation. Think about the instances in the word where Jesus interrupted a funeral procession to bring the dead from the cold clutches of the grave back to the realm of the living with the supernatural life-giving power in his fingertips. Or maybe on a ship with the disciples being tossed by a raging storm of wind and waves. And he calls out to the elements and he changes the weather pattern with the bend of his divine will. Kairos. God interrupts. Our time with his will. In God's realm of Kairos, the Bible says that the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent taketh by force. God doesn't want just to sit idly by and watch his children struggle and die. He wants to fight our battles against the adversary and snatch the children from the mouth of the roaring lion and beat back the armies of hell to rescue us, the prized possession of the church, his bride bought and paid for by his own blood. Amen. The propitiation. Oh, hallelujah. When John the Baptist stepped out of the desert and onto the scene after 400 years of silence, amen, and cried out from God, repent. That was a keros moment. John interrupted time's orderly flow to disrupt the Kronos, to insert God's presence back into the lives of the children of Israel. When Jesus walked the earth, and cried out, except you repent, that was the keros moment, he didn't care about the flow, or the kronos of the world, he bucked against the pharisaical law, loving priest to heal the sick on the Sabbath day, someone shout, keros, he broke into and swept out the temple and drove out the money changers and said, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Keros. He bucked against the governments of his day. He cared not about the Pharisees and their twisted interpretations of the law. He didn't care about the current or political social views of the world or what the optics of his position and authority were or how the presentation of his body was when he hung on the cross and he died for our sins. His only thought was, Can I be an intersection between life or death to my pride? Can I be the separating factor between sin and holiness with all the beatings and all the mockings and with this crown of thorns on my head and these stripes on my back and this blood that I'm pouring out right now on this rugged, torturous, agonizing death of the cross? Amen. I just want men to be saved. That's what Jesus was crying out. I just want men to be saved. Hallelujah. So, again, what is the measure of God's grace that He gives every one of us here today? If you are here this morning for the first time and you have never met the God of the interruption. God broke down all the barriers and strongholds and and tore through the veil forever when after his death and resurrection, he poured out his spirit on humanity at the Feast of Pentecost in the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse number 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come. They were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Keros! Interruption! And it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire and it sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Keros! church interruption. Let me interrupt right there. Amen. And from now on, God is the only man who can do that. He can interrupt in our lives in an instant if we will just let him have his way. God said, let me insert my spirit right into the souls of men so that they can have power over the sin of this world and the comforter in their lives. I want someone to hear me in this house today. You don't have to live amen, in a life of depression and despondency. Amen. You don't have to live a life overwhelmed by the burdens of of this world and the burden of sin that you may have carried into this place today. You don't have to carry it any further. All you've got to do is walk up to the front of this church and lift up your hands and lay those burdens down and say, God, I want you to interrupt right here. God, I know what I've been missing. God, I know what's not in my life. I need something greater than I am. I need something greater than what this world has to offer. I need a divine interruption in my life. God, I want you inside of me. Oh, someone shout today. Oh, that you have that experience? Why don't you go ahead and magnify him if you know what I'm talking about. If you remember that day when God stepped out of the Kronos of life and interrupted into you and said, child of God, you don't have to live this way. Come on, worship him, church. Oh, someone lift up your voice today. Oh, I remember, preacher, that day. I remember when I was set free. Come on, clap your hands. God said, let me insert my spirit right into man so that he can have power over sin of this world and the real love of the comforter in our lives. And when the sound of Pentecost Church, when it flooded out into the streets and they accused the 120 of being drunk on gin and juice, Peter stepped up and said, these men are not drunken, as ye supposed, for it is but the third hour of the day. And it's not even that kind of party. Come on, Rock Church. This is a Holy Ghost party. And as we know right here in Fort Myers, a Holy Ghost party, don't. Oh, come on, somebody. Don't hold back now. Amen. God wants to do something in this house. The Apostle Peter, the spokesman of the New Testament church, goes on to say in Acts chapter 2, verse number 16 to 18, in explanation of this miraculous event, he said, but this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit, Carols interruption, Upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants, amen, that's me, baby. That's me, I'm one of God's servants. And upon, amen, the servants and my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit. In church, they shall prophesy. My God, clap your hands. They shall prophesy. Oh, come on, somebody. And Peter, under the fresh anunction of the Holy Ghost, goes on and preaches the first message of the church. In Acts chapter 2, verse number 38, when he cried out like John the Baptist, repent and be baptized. Every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord God shall call. Amen. And the good news is that this experience is available right here this morning. Hallelujah. You don't have to look any further for your Pentecostal experience. It's right here in this house. Amen. The God that poured his spirit out of Pentecost is the same God that's in the sanctuary of the Rock Church in Fort Myers. All it's going to take is the church that's already had this experience to come alive and say, I'm going to worship God. I'm going to stir up his presence because there's someone here that needs the energy of the Holy Ghost that's inside of me so that they can get it today. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Clap your hands if you love him. Oh, come on with some fresh worship. Oh, with some heartfelt praise. Come on, I feel like we need to get the spirit moving in this house. Oh, come on somebody who's sensitive to the spirit of God. I need you to stop holding back. I need you to start worshiping today. God wants to set the captive free. He wants to heal the brokenhearted. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. I don't ever want to get in the way of what God's doing. If God wants to interrupt in my life, I don't want to stop him. Amen. Because I know our God isn't a go-with-the-flow God. Amen. And this right here, this truth that we preach, it's not a go-with-the-flow message God wants this church. He wants a church that will help him interrupt into the lives of the lost and broken in this city right here so that he can bring healing to our lives and salvation to the souls of everyone that comes into this house. Hallelujah. So here we are in this service. We all came this morning in the chronos, in the flow of time. With hope and expectation that God shows up with his power and says, let me intervene right here and do a work in your life like you have never dreamed. If I can have the musicians come right now, I'm wrapping this up to a close. I believe that God is moving already. He's moved from the beginning of this service. Amen. There's some people in this place that have a feeling of what I'm talking about today. You came in here empty and hurting, but you just know this, that there's a God that can help you. There's a God that if you'll let him, he'll just insert himself right there into the impossible, and he'll make all things possible. And not only that, but he'll make all things new. Amen. He can help you to become a new creature in Christ Jesus. You don't have to live that whole life. You ain't got to walk that old walk. You don't have to dance that same dance. You don't have to keep drinking and doing everything, amen, that's holding you back from salvation. There's a God here right now, amen, that wants to step in to the flow of your life. Amen. And the only thing that is stopping Him is us. Saying, God, this is my flow. This is my flow. I don't know if I'm ready for this. So, like it's easy to do, some people, they just slip into that old tube in the water and they just let the current of life take them where it leads them. Not knowing... What's up ahead? What's up ahead? The God of Kiros is here today. He was moving in the prayer of the service. He was moving in the song service. He was He was tilling hearts. Tilling hearts like a farmer. With each song, Brother Williams, he was tilling my heart. He was making rows. And then maybe with another song, he was pushing some seeds into the dirt. Amen. And then with another exhortation from the bishop, or, or maybe something that was said by someone in this church, an exhortation. Amen. A little water was poured on those seeds. And yet, here we are with the Word of God. Amen, the ultimate, the ultimate fertilizer, amen, to incite growth and to anyone in this place that has a desire to let God let God have his way and let God move in you and let God help you grow into something greater, something new, something clean something holy, something fresh, something joyful hey, something happy oh, something, something great for God that God can use there's so much potential in every life that sits on this pew, whether you're already filled with the Holy Ghost or not, Amen. We are all vessels, all vessels that God wants to wrap His hands around. We're all vessels that, if we allow it, God will pour such an abundance of blessing, such an abundance of mercy such an abundance of grace, such an abundance of anointing, oh, so much potential that each and every one of us have inside of us if we will just allow God to say, hey, I know you've got everything laid out and it's orderly and it's timely, and amen, you're never late for this and you're never late for that, but that's not what God needs. God needs to let you interrupt. Crying out today. Just let me, just let me, just let me, just let me slip in right here. Just let me, let me slide in right here amongst all the stuff and all the plans and all your intentions. Just let me slide in right here oh you don't know my thoughts of you you don't know how I feel about you you don't know how my heart in watching you through your life how, your, how my heart is, is crying out to you the love, the mercy, and the compassion those nights that you couldn't sleep oh those nights that you were overdosed those nights, amen, that you had something in your hand and you thought maybe you were going to end it all but God said stop Just let me, just let me, just let me in here. Can you just pause? Please, just pause. Let me just slide in here and watch what God has stored. In this sanctuary today, and as with every soul around the world, God has given us all measure, an increment, if you please, of grace, a metered out portion, some long, some people portion extends out past your view and you're like, my God how can they keep living like this and some so short go by so fast and we don't know we don't know and we're not promised how long that metered out portion is the measure about the time that I was coming in to this great truth there was a young man that prayed back through brother Williams about the same time that I was getting in his name was Adam Martin and Adam was on fire for God brother Williams I was a street thug, bro, from the streets of D.C. And he was my boy. We were like brothers. Matter of fact, I have a picture of Adam with his right hand planted on the corner of the pew as he's running the aisles of the church. Sweat. Worship all over him. I wish I could tell you that everything in Adam's life was good. But as the chronos of our lives go on, right about the time that I got married, he backslid. And he went to federal prison for 10 years drug charges, trafficking firearms charges. He wrote me letters, Brother Williams, on how that when he got out, he wanted to get back into the church. The day came, and it wasn't but just a few days that he, he got back on drugs. And I got the call Not many days after that, he had overdosed on cocaine and his heart exploded and he died. What is the measure that God gives to all of us? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know how much time we've got. But I don't want to leave you without hope this morning. I don't want to leave you without hope this morning. So I'm going to tell you about one of the greatest Keros victories that I've ever experienced in my life. When my son Isaac was born, Brother Williams, I know we're all impartial. My son was a beautiful baby, and he had this shock stand of red curly hair on top of his head. that looked like a flame. And there was an older couple, amen, the mother and father of a a dear, precious, faithful saint in our church. And and I knew of this older couple, and, and I know I must say that because every time that I was in their presence, Brother Williams, they were trying to steal my baby. He's so beautiful. We're just going to steal him. And so I I began to have a a somewhat relationship with him, and I began to love them because I love people. And then one day, Sister Rita, she came to me in a service with tears in her eyes. And she said, Brother Donnie, you know my daddy, Newman. He's in the hospital. I, I know you know. And, and, and he smoked all of his life. And his lungs were scarred and ate up and filled up with that nasty tar and nicotine. And Brother Williams, they had to go inside through the back and scrape out the tar and scrape out the scar tissue from his lungs so that he could breathe. And after a week or so, hey amen, him being older and weak from this cancer that was in his body, He slipped into a coma. Well, pardon me, before he slipped into his coma, being so weak, Sister Rita said, Brother Donnie, will you please go pray for my daddy? And I said, absolutely, I will. I will. So I went to the hospital. Where that dear man lay in his bed at death's door, I didn't cut out the fat. I just gave it to him straight. I said, Newman, you know you're not ready. You know, you know that you're not ready to see Jesus. And Brother Newman looked at me with tears in his eyes, and he said, Donnie, I know. I know. And, and like a vow before God, he made a promise. He said, Brother Donnie, if, if God will allow me to come out of this hospital, then I will get a home Bible study. And if God will let me out of this hospital, I will be baptized in Jesus' name. And I will, I will pray for the Holy Ghost. And amen. And we prayed. And I felt like God moved in his life while he cried tears of repentance. And then not many days later, he lapsed into a coma. I had a conversation about Brother Newman right after that, and that person said, "You know, you don't owe him anything else. You 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 went in that whole, that hospital room and you witnessed to him and you prayed with him. You you don't need to go back there and you, there's nothing you can do. You don't owe him anything." And something inside of me welled up and said, "No!" And I went back to that hospital room, brother, sister. And I walked to the side of that bed. I looked down at that seemingly lifeless body. And I began to cry. And I cried and I said, God, you heard. You heard that man's vow. You heard what he said. And he made a promise to you. And now God, just like Abram interceding for Lot, All I'm asking is that you just give this man another chance. And I reached over and I laid my hand on Newman's head and I prayed the prayer of faith. And I walked out of there and said, God's will be done. And don't you know this church, that it wasn't just a few weeks later that Newman Sheffield, he came out of that coma. Amen. He became responsive and God began to strengthen his body. And I'm not going to stop right there because it goes on from victory to victory to victory. And Newman Sheffield, he got better. Amen. Amen he came out of that hospital and brother williams i taught him a search for truth 12-week bible study and it just keeps getting better amen when you let god interrupt into your life amen god will save you amen and just a few days later with strength in his body he came to the church house and i put him down in the water in jesus name and god Amen. Forgave him of every sin. Hallelujah. And I got this testimony. I don't know, this never happens like this. But my pastor was out of town on the day of Pentecost. But I didn't get to preach that morning. And I was so mad, Brother Williams. But I got to preach that Sunday night, and you know what I preached on that Sunday night? Amen. On the, and you know, the scripture says on the day of Pentecost. Well, I preached that night on the night of Pentecost, and in that service on the night of Pentecost, hallelujah. Newman Sheffield with a suit on raised up his hands and he began to worship God, and God filled him with the Holy Ghost, and he began to speak in tongues as the Spirit of God. Gave him utterance. Oh, hallelujah. Victory to victory to victory. And then, just a few months later, Just a slim measure, just a short measure, just a few months later, Brother Williams. Small cell cancer ate up his body. It got into every cell, it got into every portion of his body. And that cancer ate him up and he died. But oh, oh, what sweet victory! when we pass away from this life oh hallelujah but we're ready to go i'm speaking to someone in this house today amen that you don't have to wait a moment longer amen because it's high time it's high time that your salvation let it be secured today because you're not guaranteed another day you're not guaranteed another hour you're not guaranteed another minute you're not guaranteed another doctor's visit you're not guaranteed another church service Oh, I wish everyone in this place would just stand to their feet and lift up their hands, and the musicians are going to play. But you know, church, it's been preached to you through the word of God that the God of the interruption is in this house. There are people in the sound of my voice that came into this place today, and they connected with this preacher this morning. Because we don't know. The Spirit of God, if it's moving on you right now, what I've spoken to you, this is not a Kronos moment. This is a Keros moment. And there's a God that loves you he loves you right now and he's in the service right now and all he wants you to do is just let him have a way in amen by walking to this altar you're saying to god by lifting up your hands you're saying to god and by lifting up your voice you're saying to god god Today's the day. It's high time. It's high time. My salvation. I want it to secured today. Amen. As the musicians begin to play, if God has spoken that into your heart today, I wonder if you'll just take a couple steps. Just take a few steps. Amen. The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. The journey of a lifetime of salvation. Of healing, of deliverance, of yeah—it's just with one step. All you got to do is just start the process and say, "God, here I am." Come on, somebody. Come on, mother. Come on, father. Come on, young person. Make today your day. This is a Carol's moment. God wants to interrupt. Them. God wants to interrupt and come in. Just let him have his way. And you all across this house, if we'll just raise our hands, maybe right where you are, and say, God, today's the day. This is the appointed hour. I'm reaching out to you. I'm reaching out to you, God. I need a healing. I need deliverance." Preacher, preach the mess. I want to be baptized in Jesus' name.
1: I want to go down to the water and have my sins washed away. Oh God, oh God, I need you. That's it. That's it. That's it. I feel change breaking. I feel change breaking. I feel wild. Feel it. Come on! You feel that? Yeah! Yeah! That's God! Go ahead open up your mouth. Let God feel you. Let God speak through you.
2: I said, Father, yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Go ahead, cry out to him. He's listening. God, forgive me of anything I've said.
1: George Johnson! He wants to do miracles. He wants to do signs. He wants to do wonders. Just let him in. Now. Shake it out. That's it. That's it. Come on. Come on. He's breaking the chronos. Come on. He's breaking in the time. He's breaking down walls. Yeah. Time. Yeah. We see our King of oh heaven. yeah! Holy Ghost is moving,
2: church. Holy Ghost is moving, church. Holy Ghost is moving. Holy Ghost is healing. Holy Ghost is delivering. Holy, 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 Holy Ghost is filling. Yeah, let it go. That's no the worship go.
1: If you're in the rock church. No let your worship go! If you're a saint of
2: God, let your worship go! Yeah! come on. The Holy Ghost is flowing. Lives are being changed. Hey, it's here. It's right now.
1: This is the interruption. This is the time. It's high time. This is my time.
0: somebody right now come on there's people all over this altar that need somebody praying with them right now come on find somebody to pray with look around come on let god use you come on reach out put your hand on somebody begin to pray in the holy ghost come on i need every saint of god right now to be sensitive i need every saint of god right now come on find somebody in the altar and start praying. Come on, these altars are full. Find somebody at the altar and start praying with them. Come on, let God speak through you. Let God move through you. Let the anointing flow through you right now. Come on, they're about to get their breakthrough right now. They're about to receive deliverance right now. Come on, pray with power. Pray with dominion. Pray with authority. Come on, it's happening all over the building. It's happening all over the building right now. Yes! Yes! Come on, I need some prayer warriors. I need some men and women to travail in the Holy Ghost. Come on. Come on, don't leave anybody in the altars without somebody praying. Don't leave anybody in the altars without somebody praying with them. Come on, that's it, that's it. Come on, somebody move. Somebody be sensitive. Somebody be sensitive. Come on, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, right now. There it is. Uh, lift your hands. Uh, come on. There's a chirological breakthrough. Uh, there is a God moment uh, happening right now in these altars. Yes. Spirit, break out. Break out. Come on, come on, that's it. Come on, that's it. (laughs) Pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on, find somebody. Find somebody. These altars are full this morning. Come on, I need help right here. There's two or three right here that need somebody praying with them. Come on, nobody in these altars without somebody praying with them. Come on, let the Holy Ghost flow through you. Let the Holy Ghost use you this morning. In the name of Jesus Koroboshatala basataya, yarabashatala rabokosataya, rabasaya. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, come on! I surrender everything, God. I surrender to you.